fam, and just going back to the original topic earlier today, um, I just wanted to say, um, you know, I'm happy that you guys are taking the time to learn these scriptures and not rolling your eyes. Oh my goodness, you know, four, five, four, nine-minute tapes or whatever, four, nine-minute recordings. Um, these Israelite groups, some of them have classes every day, and it's mandatory that you're there, and they'll give you points or suspend you or make you feel like you have no choice but to be there. The benefit of that would be even if someone was blind, if they were truly a sheep of the Lord, they would make good use of those scriptures, like how Christ told us to make use of the Pharisees. He wasn't telling us to go join the Pharisees. He was speaking to those who were too chicken to leave the, the Pharisee and other Israelite groups. That, hey, don't do as they do. Do what the Bible says. He already knew that millions of Israelites that were in Israel wouldn't follow him at that time. You know, that wouldn't be until these last days, and it's not going to come, obviously, right away. That's why we have to be patient. The Lord knows what he's doing, and he's, he's, his word is intact right up until now, and, we've, and he's fulfilling as he says he would. So the same way he says he's going to gather the multitudes that no man could number to be the center to see, um, that's Hosea 1 and 10, Revelation 7, um, verse what? Verse 4 through 9. Um, you know, all these different precepts, we, we know it's going to happen. We just have to be patient. But also, I guess it was just occurring to me, you know, how the Lord does things and at the level that he operates at and how it's so important that we ask him to mercifully allow us to see it and have his thoughts so that we can correctly judge and put things in context. Because even if someone is wrong, if you put it in context, for example, you can see where to have mercy and be flawless. As opposed to you just wanting to have mercy or just being merciful when you see sisters crying or when you see dudes go through what you went through. Now you're merciful, you know, and they might not deserve mercy they, because there's a good chance even if they went through what you did, they're not you. Just like many brothers went to jail. All of them didn't come out trying to serve the Lord. You know, nor did they all come out Muslims. And some might have come out Muslims, went to be an Israelite, and now are, are trying to are seeking the Lord sincerely. So we can't. We, we have to judge with the eyes and wisdom that Christ himself judges with. And a lot of Israel, because they haven't been born again yet, yet they're teaching the Bible, you know, men in Israel, women in Israel. What happens sadly is that if the scriptures talk about how if we suffer and we're innocent and don't do anything wrong, that's a good thing with the Most High because that's what happened with Christ. And that that's a great that's a great action in the lord's eyes yet that's what we're called to do so as much as it's good to follow the lord it's not a big deal because we have to program our mind that that's going to happen and if it happens 500 times in one day so be it you know some days i have people coming up against me more than others i'm sure some of you that maybe you know share scriptures with family or try to or whatever had some of the same thing but as you grow and you deal with strangers or people that you don't know it doesn't, it doesn't, if we don't have the right mindset, we could get sensitive, we could get hurt. That's why the scriptures say that some, when persecution for the word, they by and by, they become offended. Like after a while, they're like, man, F this. I don't, man, these people don't listen. Shoot. You know, that's why you got Israel leaving the Bible and trying to teach Israelites that are lost sheep other books because they figure they lean on their own understanding to leave the Bible because Israel don't hear the Bible. So I'm going to get some books about us being Israelites that Israel listen to. 
They don't want to hear the Bible, so I'm going to give them something. I've heard a lot, a lot, a lot of Israelites reason like that. Showing you they're in no position to be teaching anyone anything, not even by accident. So, bottom line, when, when we serve the Lord, like it says in 1 Peter 2, um, what is it, 1 Peter 2, verse 20 and 21, that we, um, if we suffer without doing something wrong, that's thankworthy with the Lord. That's a good thing. You know, we're not supposed to look at that as negative. And if we suffer for doing evil or like, you know, something like that, then what what thank have we? If you're in jail because you did something wrong or you, you know, you you're um, you know, you you lost a lot of things because you were doing wickedness or whatever, like that's that's oh I'm suffering so much, I'm catching hell. You know, I understand Job better now. Mm, not not necessarily because you know if you're doing constant sins unlike job then your affliction is for your evil you're not suffering for righteousness sake or suffering because you have sinned but you're growing and you're putting you're like repenting like david or adam or, you know you're not so make sure family that you truly understand these scriptures and understand that we have to be able to take correction you got to receive correction like like it's your favorite pudding or I don't know, like watermelon, something that you really like a lot. That, that's a good thing. Because if you don't, what's going to happen? <laughs> Ultimately, you're going to be just like the lost sheep that are going to be crying to the Lord. And I shouldn't say lost sheep because some of them are going to wake up. I'm talking like the blind, proud Israelites that are like, yeah, you know, we, we say to the most, I don't take the kingdom. Oh, Christ, we couldn't wait for you to get here. He's going to get the hell away from me. Have an angel slice him in half or, or worse. I mean, pull out his spine or something like that. This is no joke. This isn't a game. And it's time. It's always been time to wake up. You know, realize that, you know, you have to love correction. That's uh, reproofs of instruction of the way of life. Um, Proverbs 6 and 23. There's many scriptures that show us how, you know, it's good to correct someone. But also, we how are we going to correct someone when most of the people you're going to see to correct are going to get tell you to take a flying leap or or f off or you know start joking at you start calling you a homosexual start like saying the worst things possible to you the most disrespectful and disgusting things to your face behind your back behind your back then to your face or keep denying it there's there's all kind of crazy things that happen and that we have to go through because christ went through the same and worse he was murdered after it all so it wasn't like you just getting offended by names i mean how are you going to teach the people that are going to be rebuking you as if you're wicked? You're not going to have the patience or the love or the understanding. You're going to get violent or you're going to just leave the persecutions altogether and walk away from Christ, from your brethren that need you and everything. So again, it's time to wake out of sleep and realize that to follow the Lord, we have to love correction. We have to seek it and, and seek it from righteous sources. We have to study diligently so we know when we're being corrected or we know we can see the Lord's spirit in a person. And it's not our opinion because they're eloquent or because they went to a college you like or because they look like they know what they're talking about. No, it's by the Bible only. And that's it. It's not about how someone looks, if they look good or bad. It's not that. That's why the Lord said we can't judge by outward appearance anymore. Look at Ecclesiasticus 11 and 2. The Lord said, um, look at a bee. It, it's the smallest of all the things that fly. Yet it's 
its fruit is chief among all, all sweet among all, the, all other things. What's sweeter than honey? And it comes from an animal. An animal makes that from its own body. Imagine the power of the Most High, that honey tastes sweet as like a fruit or anything else, and it comes from that animal's or that, that flying creature's body. And it's good, and it's good for you. So again, Brett family, make sure that you stop judging by outward appearance. Really focus your mind on applying this word so you can truly be born again, so you can truly love your wife, your parents, your, your, your family, your brethren your family in Christ, okay? Holy hugs.